Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of A Really Good Chat where I divulge areas of my life even the non-PG ones. I'm your host Sam Cole and before I begin can I just say how is it 2023 already? It actually goes by so fast and they say the older you get the faster it gets so holy crap can't believe how fast it's going to be going the older I get. Gosh, anywho, in today's episode, I'm just going to be discussing the new year, the struggles that I've had to overcome, as well as what I kind of set myself for the year 2022 and what I hope to achieve in this year, 2023. I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land that this episode was recorded on the Wajuk Noongar people. I wish to acknowledge and respect their continuing culture and the contribution they make to the life of this year and this region. So the Christmas New Year period can be difficult for anyone and I really emphasise with people because I've had my own struggles with having to have the realisation that I just can't spontaneously pop out for drinks. You know, it's got to be planned. It's got to be organised in advance. You know, got to make sure someone's available to, you know, pick me up or at least be there if I get dropped off. I think that this time of the year, so from, from my personal experience, can be quite difficult because I guess there is that element of just, hey, it's a beautiful sunny day. Are you available? Let's head out for some drinks. The, the reality is is that I don't have that opportunity. So having the limitation of being spontaneous, it also makes me realise, not makes me realise, it kind of puts into perspective just how much I rely on supports to just get out and about, just to live a good life. And for me, that is really quite a like a sad point to have to realise. I don't want to think that, oh God, like, oh no, I have to hang out with my supports kind of thing. It's nothing like that. It's just the fact that for basically anything, and we'll always and forever will need a support just to access things that should be quick and easy. And for that, it just, it kind of really frustrates the hell out of me, to be honest. So I've kind of slowly learning to deal with that and that it is my life. And no, I have a great, great time throughout the year, last year was absolutely fantastic so for the new year celebrations i guess it's difficult for me because i've never really had the opportunity to go out i guess um, okay maybe that's a bit of a lie a few years ago i went out to the city and that kind of thing and that was great but then i had to message mum to come and get me because I was with my friends and no, obviously I had a fantastic time but it's the element of always having to make make sure I'm not home too late for my mum and of course like they things play on my mind because I feel like I'm quite aware of those things like I definitely don't want to think that I'm just taking mum for a ride stay up to 4am each weekend gosh no no it's not that I go out that or was going out that often but it's just those little things kind of impact me along the way. I guess relying on mum so heavily to pick me up from a night out of drinking. To have a good year, you don't want to have to have your mum pick you up. I always try to be quite sober, you know, um, try not to appear too intoxicated, try to talk enough but not under talk and overcompensating for being too drunk. 
So it was really that kind of fine line, I guess. How much alcohol can I handle? How much alcohol will my mum think I'm drunk for? And it's not like that mum cared that I was drunk. I also want to say that it's not that I want to be out going hard, drinking every weekend or anything like that. But I feel like it would be really nice to have a few drinks, have some nibble with some friends, but just having that option to celebrate a year and yay, we made it through another year kind of thing. But I guess I didn't and haven't really had that opportunity. I let loose kind of moment at the end of the year. I'm sure it would be so good and so much fun. I haven't had that in so, so, so long. So I just want to say that before I continue on rambling. I hope that makes some sort of sense. So I think that's really important for me to say. I also just wanted to say when I kind of find it a bit, what's the word, a bit of a tough one to kind of respond to when when I say to people, oh, I've got I've got no plans for New Year. I'm just, just staying home, pretty quiet. Most of people's responses are, oh, no, it's good to have a quiet one. But let me tell you that I've had a quiet one for the past so many years and it's not out of my choice. I don't have any other option, if that makes sense. I feel like people are a bit awkward around what to say when someone says I've got no plans because you can't just jump to conclusions thinking that that's that person's decision sure maybe are they fully happy with that I don't really know what I would have preferred maybe just someone say oh that shit hopefully you know your year starts off better than it ends <laughs> nah maybe it's a little bit too honest yeah I'm not too sure but leave that with me So for years I absolutely hated this period of the new year, you know, when everyone is out celebrating and, you know, catching up with friends and so forth. But I've slowly come to terms with it and I'm sure you ask, how do you come to terms with it? By keeping myself busy. So I've had my niece here for the past couple of days, which has been absolutely great. You know, keeping myself occupied, I don't really have it chance to you know be on my phone too much and you know scrolling instagram or tiktok whatever it may be and you know, obviously my focus is on her and you know, playing with her and so forth so so i feel like that was something really beneficial having her over the new year period and of course lifeline doesn't have holidays so going to that over the past couple of weeks has really been quite beneficial for my mental health as well as just keeping occupied and having that particular day when I'm where I'm at lifeline and I know that's my day it makes me feel I'm in in a bit of a routine I don't know about you but for me I'm very lost about what day it is what time it is um should I be eating breakfast or should I be eating lunch so I'm I'm very kind of like that I've got some sort of schedule that's the same over this period. I'm very much a routine kind of person. So I feel like having that just makes me feel some sort of, okay, so I've got this. This time of year can also really emphasize my isolation. The isolation that I have from people to be going out and that. I do just want to quickly say it's isolation that I'm experienced, not loneliness. And I feel like they are both quite significant but isolation is the lack of social contacts and having few people to interact with regularly. So yeah, I'm definitely not lonely, but don't get me wrong. I have a hundred percent felt loneliness before, 
and it's horrible and it's something that nobody should ever feel so what i achieved in 2022 there's been a few things and i'm really quite proud of how far i have come in within a year i feel like i had a lot to sort out work through internally to say the least so i'm really proud of myself for following through with my commitment I started at the beginning of the year and that was to journal every day and I have I've only missed one day last year and when I woke up I was like oh no I forgot to journal I do my journaling on an app on my phone which makes it so much easier and it's always with me and the app is called day one there's a reminder on my phone that appears just says don't forget to journal your day and it's so good because so then I leave it on my notification bar until I've done it. And then it's just, it's always there until I got out of it. At first I was like, what do you write about? What do you write about? But then I just like, you can write anything and everything, you know. And it's actually really good for when I'm at Lifeline and I might have a difficult call. And I just talk about how the calls affected me, how my body was at this stage of the call. Did I feel a bit overwhelmed afterwards? Was I a bit sensitive to my surroundings after the call? Whatever it may have been. I'm using the app a lot more. Sorry, I'm using the app to write a lot more after my shift at Lifeline. That's something that I do with in regards to self-care journal every day. I mostly do it in the evening because, you know, a lot can happen within the day unless like, I wake up feeling like in a really bad mood or had a, had a bit of an off kind of sleep or something like that. Then I might journal, but most of the time I do it in the evening and I feel like that works for me. As cliche as this may sound, I started focusing on what I want. I think since turning 30, it has really helped me put myself first. People often said to me, when you turn 30, something will just flick on and all of the hesitation will go, something along those lines. And it's honestly so true. I start feeling obligated to say yes or remain friends with someone just because they were good to me years ago. At the same time, it's strange because I don't feel 30. I still feel like I do when I was in my early 20s. I think it's because the voice in my head is the same as it was 10 years ago. Obviously, I hope I've grown up since my early 20s, but I don't feel it. Hopefully someone understands what I'm trying to say. I'm very bad at holding grudges, I guess you can say. I think it's a Taurus thing. Because I'm such a loyal friend, I'm always checking in on friends, always making sure they're okay and, you know, just being there for a friend. Because I find it hard not being there physically for friends, you know, because I can't pop down, you know, grab them a bunch of flowers, you know. I'm quite always sending a message, always checking in on them if they're having a hard time. And if that's not reciprocated, I'm, I got to a point during the year where I was like, that is taking advantage of me, that's taking advantage of my good-heartedness. And, you know, I think it all kind of encompasses turning 30 and putting myself first and putting what I want before anyone else's. And do you know what? It's okay. It's absolutely okay. Because I've come to learn that not everyone you meet in your life is going to be there right to the end. So some friends are there for a a short period to, to show you, to instill something in you, whatever that may be. I started my internship with Lifeline 
and from this I feel my confidence has grown not that I was ever lacking in confidence but my confidence around being in a work environment and remaining calm on the phone in crisis and I honestly think the being calm on the phones giving them space to talk has really helped me with my face-to-face communications with my mum or whoever it may be but mostly my mum I have made some amazing connections throughout the year who have come into my life as support workers and have become friends is just something that I really needed in my life and for those people have been absolutely incredible and leading on from one of the people who I met last year I did a little short trip with them up to Broome. Broome is obviously on the water. I went there, went to the beach and not only did I sit on the sand, I even got into the water, which was a massive achievement for me as I haven't been in the ocean since I've been in a wheelchair. So that's over 15 years, which is absolutely crazy. Being in the ocean is an absolutely incredible feeling. I'm going to try and do it here in Perth over the summer because being in the ocean is just so freeing. It's just amazing, which I'm all about being as free as you can be. So hopefully tick off the list is be in a beach in Perth. That'd be great. I'm actually pretty happy with my year 2022 and all the things that I overcame and achieved. I feel I'm in a really good place mentally, physically. Which brings me into what I hope to achieve for this year, 2023. I hope I just continue having these great connections and even have a few other great ones. If I'm feeling up to it, I'm not putting pressure on myself, but ideally I would love to find a job to be passionate about the job and also the organization be really inclusive and I feel that it's the right fit for me for a first job and just continue working on myself growth it's scary to think that this year I'll be 31 as a nearly 31 year old it's really strange to comprehend my life and where it's at and all the things that I have or haven't achieved. Shouldn't really be, you know, focusing on what I haven't got. But I guess it's actually okay to have these goals and these ambitions that never have come to fruition yet. So the things, for example, is so things like having a relationship. I'm very embarrassed to say that I've 30 years old, never been in a relationship. I know I've had hookups and that kind of thing, but I've never had a relationship. I'll probably go into this into a bit more in a later episode. But I guess for me, I've got to love myself first. And it takes time. It's hard to love yourself, let alone let anyone else love you, when you can kind of see all these faults within yourself. Physical faults, mental faults, and all these other things that, aren't really inviting to to be in a relationship with as a nearly 31 year old like ideally I would have loved to have a special someone or at least experience what love is like just all the things really come in to play when you kind of get that bit older it's okay for people to go oh you're so young you've got your whole life ahead of you mm, yeah I do but love is just so special so as I was saying um jumping around stories here 
I didn't love myself enough to let someone else in. Oh my god, so vulnerable. I used to really, 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 like, honestly hate myself. Hated the way I looked. Hated, no, how I just wasn't, had envisioned for myself. I know that sounds so silly. You finally get to realise that for someone else to love you, you've got to love yourself. And I know that sounds so cliche, but it's important to love yourself. It really is. And I'm starting to make those realisations. I'm a bloody good person, no? I've got a good heart. Like I said before, I'm a good friend, but I'll definitely go into that more into detail. And hopefully I become a CS with Lifeline, which is a crisis support. So currently I'm just in my internship and to get to your, to become a CS, you have to do complete 58 hours and a few other things in between. Hopefully I become a fully fledged CS, which would be great. I think I'm at 40 odd hours and I do about four-ish a week. It'd be great to achieve that. <laughs> Thanks for listening to a really good chat with me, your host, Sam Cole. I hope you enjoyed this episode where I talked about my new year, what I achieved last year and what I hope to achieve in this coming year. If you're keen to hear more stories from my life, join me next week where I'll be talking about my experience on dating apps. You can head over to a really good chat Instagram page to know first about new release dates and much more. That's all for this episode. Stay safe, everyone.